Well, here we go again on the Better You Leadership Podcast. My name is Angela Odom, and I am the host of the Better You Leadership Podcast and the founder of the Better You Project. So we have um, just one question for you. Did you learn anything in the past 12 months? Did you learn anything in the last uh, 12 months? Right? I seek to learn something new every every day. Um, I don't mind falling on my face, failing. I don't mind being rejected. I don't. Um, I just don't think of uh, failing as your issue. Is my learning opportunity? It's an opportunity for me to grow, right? So I think falling down and um, not getting it right the first time. Uh, even the second or the thousand time, it's part of the growth and development process. So this is the new edition of an annual article I publish uh, every year. Uh, it's a way for me to capture the most significant lessons I've learned during the previous 12 months. And so you can review those articles. Uh, uh, like I started in 2015, so 20. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. And again, uh, so this it would be 2021's version of that. And I think it's pretty interesting to just look back and reflect, right? You should do the same thing, um, encourage you to do that. So I remain unapologetic about my thoughts on learning and winning. I simply, um, I don't believe we lose. I just don't. I believe we simply learn from our experiences. In the past uh, year, 2021, I've learned a lot about myself and others. And so I'll go ahead and get uh, started and present to you the six uh, things I learned from six people in 2021. Uh, well, first, you know, the Better You Leadership podcast is an ongoing journey to become better leaders. Ultimately, when women put some of these tips techniques and tactics into place, uh, you're gonna build your skills and your leadership capacities. That's what you're gonna do. So this is episode 58. And so if you've been listening, then, oh my God, you must have grown a lot. This podcast teaches um, women the nuances of personal development with the intent of earning more respect and more revenue, right? So every week I am offering insights to help you on your journey. And so I'm a proven leader and I want to guide you towards being a more trusted leader, right? I'm still learning. That's the point of today. And this is uh, Michelangelo uh, said this at age 87 that he was still learning. I'm, and I'm telling you right now, I am still learning. Um, from 2019, uh, just to go over this, the people, the six things I learned from six people, the people themselves, were Oprah Winfrey, Michelle Obama, uh, Lori Fanning, uh, Dr. Joe uh, Dispenza, um, and um, uh, of course my favorite teenager, and then uh, was it Nancy Pelosi in 2019. In 2020, last year, uh, Jim Clyburn from South Carolina, uh, U.S. House of uh, Representative uh, Joe Biden, our new president, right? 
and Kamala Harris, our uh, the U.S. Uh, Vice President of the United States, and uh, Rosetta Thurman, and then um, Yvonne Crawford, and again, my favorite teenager. And this year, uh, just to go ahead and unveil the six things I learned from six people, even though they're not all people, right? Uh, so the first is the vaccinators, the people who vaccinate us, the vaccinators, Amanda Gorman, Colin Kaepernick, Sana Singleton Gregory, uh, my two chihuahuas, you know, as two two uh, puppies, I'm going to count them as one, um, and I am a pet parent, right, pet parent, then my favorite teenager, so those are the six, and we'll go through them, and I will share the lesson that I learned uh, from them uh, collectively with you, right? So each year, the U.S. Uh, vaccinates about 140 million to 150 million uh, residents against flu and all these other things, right? Uh, but what we're talking about now, and I just took this part from the article I read, is um, it's more intensive, right? We're talking about um, 330 million people um being in the mix the ones who are saying i'm never going to uh, get vaccinated you know those folks then there are the people who are um the people who are saying oh sign me up i'm i'm back like me guess what so i'm vaccinated and boosted <laughs> so the people like me then the people say oh i don't know i don't know maybe until they get sick and they're like oh my god shoot me hit me do something give it to me right so, uh, you know, 330 million people, that's a lot of folks. So for me, um, I was just thinking about the vaccinators, the people who actually uh, vaccinate us, whether we're talking about, um, you know, flu or whatever we got. There's there's um, there's a big old list of things that we have to be uh, vaccinated against, not just this COVID COVID-19. Um, virus and this thing is not quitting, not stopping. So, and I'm not here to convince you one way or the other. I'm just asking, I'm just sharing with you the six things I've learned from the six people uh, during this year, 2021, right? And so I will tell you that the vaccinators, I, I gained more respect for all of our healthcare workers um, and the staff and their families who support them. Um, in June 2021, I served as a moderator for AARP Georgia and the Atlanta VA Healthcare System, uh, their veterans, uh, military and family member COVID-19 vaccine. They had a tele, tele, um, telecon, uh, you know, as opposed to people coming in person, it was they simply dialed all these phone numbers of uh, people who had identified as veterans, military veterans, the VA, and they dialed in numbers of the ones that picked up. And guess what? It was simply an audio kind of conversation. And they had expert panelists. Um, they were Dr. Abir, uh, I think it was Maana, and then Dr. Robert uh, Gaines. Gaines, I apologize for uh, mis, mis uh, uh, speaking his name, but they were amazing. They worked at the Atlanta VA and they gave a lot of information. They answered the questions about the COVID-19 vaccine. And uh, it was just uh, it was just a really good event, right? And then the other part of that, uh, what I learned, you know, what I became aware of, of course, 
been vaccinated, um, getting shots, served in the army for 27 years. And I'm like, God, we got shots all the time. I deployed to three separate uh, combat um, zones, right? That was our combat environments. And they were shooting us in the butt, in the butt, in the arms. I mean, both arms, just walking and getting shots. Didn't have any idea of what was in those shots, right? Got it. So we got vaccinated um, against whatever. And um, I'm vaccinated and boosted, right? And I'm unapologetic about it. Here I am. So me, I gained more confidence. I was going to get it anyway, but I gained more confidence in my initial choice um, to get vaccinated uh, from this COVID-19 thing because um, I was just doing my research on different medical doctors and you know what they were doing and what they were saying. And I actually knew um, one as my sorority sister, followed her on Twitter, and she just gave a very good explanation of what the meds does inside of your system. Guess what? I drink Coca-Cola and I don't know what it does to my system. I drink it and it's delicious, right? So I'm just telling you that I learned a lot about um, just vaccinators. Not the, And this is not a judgment on anything else, right, wrong, and different. But I'm just thinking about all those people who are working day and night to give out these vaccines, whether it's COVID-19 or whatever. I remember my mom and she passed in 2011. She was a diabetic and she had to give her own shots. So she was a vaccinator, right? And so I'm just telling you that that's uh, number one, uh, learned um, that with all of your getting, get understanding. That was a lesson I learned from the vaccinators, right? With all of your getting, get uh, understanding because there's so much misunderstanding misinformation. So just make sure whatever you decide to do, get get good information, right? Get good understanding and stop listening to all these crazy people who don't have your best interest at heart, who are making bazillions of dollars off of this uh, negative uh, information. Number two, so number one is vaccinators. Number two is Amanda Gorman. So Amanda S.C. Gorman, is an American uh, poet and activist. Her work focuses on issues of oppression, feminism, race, marginalization, as well as the African diaspora. Uh, So she was the first person to be named National Youth Poet uh, Laureate. Now I heard of her, learned of her rather, when she was uh, uh, reading her poem um, during uh, the uh, Biden-Harris inauguration, presidential inauguration. Oh my God. Hey, Sam. And so I just tell you that I love uh, the fact that she first started all of this, right? She first started because she had a speaking impediment. She had a speaking impediment. So um, speaking wasn't always easy for her. So she struggled uh, with a speech impediment and also some something with her ears or hearing, right? And um, so she had a challenge of saying um, R's, the letter R's. So what did she do? She started listening to Aaron Burr's song from Hamilton over and over, and it helped her master the R sounds. Of course, she had the support of her her, her mom and her grandmother and uh, sister also. And so she's like uh, amazing to me. Harvard grad, um, you know, author, model, you know, all these things. So she's She's just worked so hard, right? 
And so that's the lesson I learned from Amanda Gorman is hard work pays off. Hard work pays off. She started this because she had a, a speech impediment. And now, boom, she is simply amazing. She's like a bright light. And I would love uh, just to see her uh, continue to flourish, right? And so the lesson I learned from Amanda Gorman is hard work pays off, right? And the next one is Colin uh, Kaepernick. Y'all about to mess the man's name up. Colin Kaepernick. So he's an American civil rights activist and former uh, quarterback. He played six seasons uh, for the San Francisco 49ers in, in the NFL. And then in 2016, that fellow knelt. He knelt down, right? He asked some military folks, hey, how should I, how should I um, approach this? What should I do? And they said, hey, kneel. And that's what he did. And it was like, bam, big, uh, big bunch of foolishness occurred because of that. Um, and so uh, he was doing it to protest the police pr brutality and racial inequality. Pro Let me say that again. Police brutality <laughs> and racial inequality in, in the U.S., right? And so I'm telling you right now, I think this guy, he won. I'm thinking NFL zero, Colin Kaepernick, 9,638. <laughs> he won, right? I mean, he's got his own like um, Netflix uh, limited series. He's got ice cream. We just bought some ice cream the other day with his name on it, right? And uh, all these other um, uh, deals he has going on. So as, mu as, as, as much as um, money as he may have made, serving, uh, you know, in the NFL. Uh, I know he had a contract at one time for $114 million. Um, got hurt, shoulder injury, some kind of thing, whatever. Um, but I'm just thinking that his impact is much greater to not just um, San Francisco, not just, you know, in the U.S. I'm thinking the world. This fellow really started this thing. So for me, the lesson from Colin Kaepernick is to remain connected to your purpose. That's the lesson I learned from him, right? And so that's what I'm sharing with you, the uh, six things I learned from six people in 2021, which is an article I write every year, right? I post it. And then um, uh, Sana Singleton Gregory uh, is, or was, she actually passed away on May 27th of 2021. Uh, she's uh, Clayton County. I live in Clayton County in Georgia, right? Clayton County Commissioner uh, uh, Sana Singleton Gregory, she championed uh, uh, the involvement of youth in political discourse, as well as uh, more social and recreation opportunities for seniors, like young people and seniors. She was all in all the time, right? Uh, so she was elected in August of 2006, sworn in as a District 1 commissioner in January 2007. She was diagnosed with um, ovarian cancer in 2016. Um, since then, she had become a, an advocate for the Georgia Ovarian Cancer, cancer Alliance. Um, she encouraged women to understand the disease and know its early complications. And so she was my um, uh, sorority sister and my also my commissioner, which means I voted for her, my son and I, went to the polls and voted for her, had a relationship with her. And I learned that consistent uh, to consistent consistency, I got to think that wrong, consistently 
teach the basics, consistently teach the basics. And so that's what she did. She taught the basics of um, policy in her realm or role as a politician. She consistently taught the basics of ovarian cancer in her role as an advocate um, to provide information on uh, that dreadful, dreadful disease, right? So uh, consistently teach the basics. That's what I learned from Sana Singleton Gregory is to uh, ensure that you're not talking all over somebody's head, that you're not, you know, uh, talking at them. Oh, by the way, she was a masterful listener. <laughs> she was a masterful listener. And um, uh, so she, you know, other part of that, she's very kind, always very kind to me and my son. And I respect that so much. Um, and it is a shocking loss uh, for uh, for me and my family and for so many more. So consistently teach the basics. So when you are as a leader, as a leader, and you are all leaders, right? As a leader, as you are talking to someone, you might not know their background or what their experiences are, but start with the basics. Give them the common a thread first, you know, this is what we're doing here. This is why we're doing it. This is the policy that impacts us. This is what we uh, will accomplish during this time frame. Just focus on the basics, right? And get everybody on the same sheet of music first. And then, oh, by the way, what can we do? How do we go forward? How do we galvanize together? You know, what's the what what's the end game? Focus on the basics. I love that. Love that. And then... Um, my puppies. In uh, March of 2021, uh, uh, I went out and on a whim, <laughs> on a whim, uh, my son is, uh, he was uh, 15 at the time in all of, all of his life. I mean, uh, he's 16 now, but the fellow had been asking for a dog since he could talk, right? And uh, so in March, I just said, you know what, today is the day. I'm going to go find this boy some dogs a dog. I wanted to get one dog. And there was a man selling a uh, little teeny, they were little teeny, uh, they were three months old, uh, chihuahuas. And so I bought both of them and I went into the Walmart, put them in a little basket I had in my uh, car. And I uh, went into the Walmart, bought a whole bunch of stuff, you know, like a brand new baby, got all that stuff and brought them home to him. Turns out he was allergic to them. Oh my goodness, <laughs> he was allergic to them. We had to go get, you know, get him tested, all this kind of stuff. And so we moved him down to the garage. He begged me not to give them away. I was going to sell them, not give them away. I paid for them. <laughs> but anyway, so um, now um, he knows what to do to keep himself safe and all that kind of stuff. And he does not have any uh, uh, dangerous reactions. It is just to stop nose and all that kind of stuff. So now. Um, I don't know if after a few months uh, he had gained some kind of immune system immune to them. I don't know, but he didn't have that same issue anymore. Uh, with you know, initially it was like his eyes were all red and runny, and his throat was itchy, and he was constantly, <clears throat> you know, all that kind of stuff, clearing his throat. And so we um, we figured out what to do, and we did it. And I will tell you that the lesson I have learned from the puppies, and their name is Sally and Sam. Um, and they just turned one, right? I don't really know, uh, you know, their actual birth date. I was told they were three months old, so we backed that up. 
and I gave them the birthday of my deceased brother, which is December 11th. We celebrated on December 11th their one-year uh, birthday, right? And a little puppy birthday party. <laughs> so I've just never been a dog person, never been an animal person, and oh my God, I've gone overboard. You hear me? So what I've learned from Sam and Sally uh, is to enjoy life and to explore life. I mean, they will, uh, in the backyard, go digging their little nose all brown because they're digging in the dirt. Uh, squirrel poop, you know, they go and they're going to go and explore. So that's what I've learned from them. Just enjoy, stay in the moment. Don't take life so serious and um, give love and you're going to get it back. And my goodness gracious, they are such a joy. So that's the lesson from Sally and Sam is to enjoy uh, life, explore life, enjoy life, right? And then last but not least is uh, my favorite teenager. Um, so the lesson I learned from him this year is struggle is a part of the growth process. Like a, um, you know, like you have a, uh, you know, a mom like me, helicopter mom, attempting to help with everything, uh, wake you up in the morning, make sure you have everything, talking to the teachers, all this uh, elementary and in middle school. And then when he got to uh, high school, I was like, what the hell? You know, what's that going to look like when he's out of my house in the next couple of years? I'm not going to his college dorm room and wake him up. <laughs> I'm not doing that. So big changes over the last two years. And I will tell you uh, that we both struggled because I still want to feel needed and helped. And at the same time, I'm like, hello. This is, hey, he going to get it or fall flat on his face because, again, failure is a part of the process. And for him, I will tell you, at the end of 2021, uh, he has uh, risen to the occasion and struggled in some parts in his uh, grades, attitude, confidence, um, his overall uh, outlook on life. In the midst of all this foolishness that's going on in our nation and the amount of times that media is all over him, guess what he came in? Uh, to me the other day. And he said, mom, I just deleted my um, Instagram account. And I looked at him. So, okay, what does that mean? He says, I don't need that. <laughs> I have no idea what that, um, why he did it or what he thinks he's going to gain from it. I just know that he's making his own decisions without his helicopter mom. And I believe uh, that all those things are tied together of me not hovering so much. Still there, of course. Um, but I'm just telling you that the lesson I learned from my favorite teenager is struggle is part of the, the growth process. Struggle has to happen in order for you to grow. And so there you go. So that is uh, six. So the six things I learned from six people in 2021, um, that's the recurring um, once a year uh, article that I've written since uh, 2015 or 2016, one of them. And I tell you that I feel, uh, um, what I, I just, I feel enlightened. I feel light. I feel light as we, as we move into uh, 2022, I feel light, right? I feel light because um, I definitely have learned so much from so many people, more than the, the six but these six things in particular have uh, lightened my load. <laughs>
I see you. So I'm telling you, I see you and I appreciate you. And definitely um, I'm wishing you more, like more of the things that that's going to be good for you, more of the things that you want, more of the things that you need, more of the things you desire. I'm wishing that for you, more of those things. Uh, we are having, um, we as in me, right? Women's three-hour leadership intensive, right? <laughs> We're 60 days out. It's February 26th. It's, it is a virtual event. It's time for our next round. So ladies, let's focus on you so you can lead them, right? And so it'll take place, uh, it'll be from 10 a.m. Eastern time until 1 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to take place over Zoom. And that's a Saturday, um, uh, and we'll do three hours and make sure that uh, you prepare um, your strategy, your leadership strategy for the remainder of the year. That's what we're doing. So you want to get more information for that, then you just go to um, betteryouproject.com, women-leadership-intensive. <laughs> I got them dashes. Make sure you put them dashes in there, right? TheBetterYouProject.com forward slash women dash leadership dash intensive. Put those in there. And for the folks who are uh, saying, you know what? I think I need more one-on-one uh, with you, Angela. I want more one-on-one with you. Go to AngelaOdom.com forward slash leadership capacity. Leadership capacity. And make sure that uh, you know we can focus on you becoming a better leader in 100 days. That's a private one-on-one -on -one coaching program that I have. And so you can schedule a fit session with me, and that's what it is, fit. Let's see if we are a good fit to work together. And I'll tell you about the program. Again, that's AngelaOdom.com forward slash leadership capacity. Uh, so the Better You Leadership Podcast, hosted by me. I'm a proven leader, Angela M. Odom. Um, teaches you, uh, teaches women, right? The nuances of personal development with the intent of earning more respect and revenue. And well, make sure that you, wherever you are, right? Wherever you're listening to the podcast, make sure you're going to, you know, your Apple podcast, your Spotify uh, podcast or Google or even Amazon uh, music. Make sure you go in and you subscribe so you don't miss any of the uh, episodes, and oh, by the way, what am I asking you to do? I'm asking you to go to whether you listen to it on Google, Amazon, Spotify, or Apple. It's to make sure you go and give me a, a rating of five. Rating of five. Let me playing around with four, three, uh, no foolishness, five. And then make sure you put something positive uh, when you do, um, when you write me a good review, right? But make sure you, uh, at the very least, do a rating of five and then write me a good review. All right. With that said, you have an amazing day. My name is Angela M. Odom. And as always, I am rooting for you and rooting for you. Take care.